It's <laughs> <laughs> fantabulous and stupendous on this wonderful day. Fantabulous. That is great to hear. Um, not a lot of things going on in the world, so I'm gonna jump right into the tea. Okay. Um, so we can knock this out the park real quick and get to the getting. You heard me. I'm all right. All right. So a little bit ago. Um, I told you guys about um, people bringing sexual abuse al- um, allegations um, on Instagram um, regarding T.I. and Tiny. Um, now, a lawyer is calling for law enforcement to officially begin an investigation. Um, Tyrone Blackburn reached out to the officials in Georgia and California on behalf of 11 people. Wow. The victims claims they were abused by the couple and members of their entourage between 2015 and 2018. The victims (sighs) claim sexual abuse, forced ingestion of illegal narcotics, kidnapping, terrorist threats, and false imprisonment, as well as non-sexual intimidation, assault, and harassment by the couple. Um, The accusers have mostly remained anonymous. They also, they include a military veteran, a former friend who became an assistant, an exotic dancer, and a teenage intern who worked on the show Grand Hustle. Oh, Lord, not a teenager. Yeah. <laughs> oh, not a teenager. A teenager. So, yeah, this is uh, it's going to be quite interesting. Um, they've halted the filming of Ti and Tiny Friends and Family Hustle until you know they figure out what's going on with these allegations. But yeah, they mess with everybody, money now. Exactly. <laughs> like they messing with the camera crew, producers, directors, everybody. They messing with like the whole everybody. Crew. The it's, whole crew's money now. Like it's absolutely ridiculous. I you know, I don't I really this just I'm just gonna sit back and, and let it play out. Like I really don't have anything to say about it, honestly. Like yeah, I don't, and I mean, not saying that I don't believe anybody, but I would, you know, um, we just want to wait until, you know, all of the facts that, of the case are present, but like, it's not, none of these things are too far-fetched in the world that we live in today, um, so we shall see what happens there. And then not only that, but I feel like just in the past, people, we've grown so accustomed to um, just pushing our opinions out. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Prematurely. Yeah. And so I, you know, on this one, and then I don't know. Like you said, it's not so. It's not far fetched. Yeah. So yeah, we just you know, just gonna wait and see how this play out. Right. Not to say that it, you know, 
whatever the court decide is the final truth. But at the same time, yeah. Yep. Um, also recently, Governor Cuomo, who yeah. is the governor of New York, is facing very similar, well, I'll just say sexual assault um, and harassment allegations himself. Um, some of his aides and staffers have said that, you know, he's made some pretty inappropriate comments. Um, and his whole um, comments or statements after all of this just are terrible. Did he, did he say he wasn't, he, he, if I'm not mistaken, I could have sworn I heard him say he wasn't stepping down. Yes. He's and not this was down. a lie. He's so initially he said, I, I joke around a lot. It was jokes. I, we were playing around. I guess they didn't take, you know, they didn't take it as a joke or whatever. So he tried to play it off basically saying that he was misunderstood. Um, but like, how do you misunderstand you asking a 20 something year old aide or staffer, does she enjoy, does she have sex with older men? Where's How the joke? joke? <laughs> Tell me where the joke is. Where the punchline? Where the boom? I'm waiting. <laughs> and then, <laughs> like, is this? Most then I guess he asked another one. Um, one of the um accusers, could he kiss her at a wedding? And I guess she said no. And then he still had his like they have a picture of him with his hands all in her face, and she just looks un comfortable in the situation so I don't know like the <laughs> Mayor Cuomo was like everybody was looking at him all eyes were on him during COVID because people were like liked how he was being honest about what was going on in New York he was, the man. He was, going, he was going back and forth with Trump so people was like I bet and then um, recently the whole nursing home situation has come to light about how um, patients were handled in New York during COVID and then now this and he's still like yeah I'm just I'm gonna keep this job I ain't going nowhere <laughs> but it, it's so crazy how all this stuff is coming out now you think uh, 45 got something to do with it I think somebody so this is yeah I do think somebody in the Republican Party has something to do with it because they know that Joe ain't a two-term president. Like everybody basically knows that, right? Mm -hmm. So they're trying to figure out who's the next, who's the next big name who could come in and has a national spot, has had a national spotlight on them and could come in and get votes and possibly beat Trump. And I'm pretty sure Governor Cuomo is a democrat i'm about to look it up right now yeah he's a democrat and um could a lot of people said he could be a could have been a strong contender for the presidency if he wanted it, it so i feel a like could have been <laughs> so it i mean it is it is what it is i didn't know his dad was a governor of um New York Mario Cuomo for three years that's kind of crazy 
And you know his brother is a CNN CNN anchor. Ah, oh, wow! Right, he plug, plug. Yeah, he is plug. Um, his brother looks almost just like him. I think I know who his brother is. Is this is this brother the guy that look all beefy? Look all beefy. His name is Chris Cuomo. The picture I just got on the internet. I am not excited to send you some of Cuomo. Yep. <laughs> yep. So I kinda like him though, but he he did I he, do like him too. He doesn't look like your typical newscaster. He looks like he should be doing and I know this is gonna sound so like almost stereotypical, but he he looks like he should be doing sports casting. Yeah, sports or entertainment or something. Yeah, like he that. doesn't look like he should be doing serious serious yeah news. journalism not to say that sports and stuff like that isn't but yeah and when he be going yeah. in i'd be like he look like he'll punch somebody in the face <laughs> yeah they've been talking about him a lot lately too because they're like how is he this um major anchor on cnn and he's not he's not covering his brother's scandals on cnn and i honestly i feel like it's a conflict of i was interest. just about to say that i just couldn't figure i don't know what's going on with me and words today but i was definitely <laughs> <laughs> i definitely was about to say it was a conflict of interest i just couldn't get the words conflict of interest together yeah <laughs> I, I figured it was it was coming <laughs> I swear it was it was at the tip of my tongue, but it wasn't those words. Yeah, but I think I was know, about to say it was a privacy or something of uh, <laughs> issue of privacy. I knew I knew it was a conflict of interest though, <laughs> but I just didn't have those words. But yeah, so a lot of stuff going on um, in the sexual harassment assault realm. Um, I'm not surprised. It seems like. A new person or individuals get get caught up in this every now and again. Thanks to the Me Too movement, um, bringing all of this to light, people aren't afraid to speak up anymore. So that's what's up. Child, I mean, I feel. When would it end? I don't know. I think. it's tricky because you want people to feel comfortable enough to speak up and say, you know, this happened to me. But also, when y'all going to stop harassing and assaulting people? Or just when are you going to start respecting people? I feel like it's a two-way street and that we as people need to be more verbal about our boundaries and we also need to be more firm. Mm-hmm. with our boundaries and on the flip side we also need to learn how to respect people's boundaries and Absolutely. I think if we get to that that's when we'll probably have fewer instances of this where it's like somebody crossed that gray area mm-hmm. and then we're saying oh now is sexual assault not saying that what the people you know if if you've been sexually assaulted not saying that you know what happened to you wasn't valid and not victim blaming but I, I just think that it needs to be a 
we really need to zone. We need to normalize boundaries on both ends, mm-hmm. receiving and, and and also being firm in our boundaries. Okay, that's what I have to say about that. <laughs> no, you just because I think a lot of times in these cases, especially when you're dealing with, it happens a lot when there is a person of authority. So it's mm-hmm. it's a boss. It's a supervisor it's a celebrity mm-hmm. and then you got an assistant or just a mm-hmm. uh i want to call it say a regular person but just you know someone who's not of that stature mm-hmm. and it's like they don't want to be offended like it's like the people that's not on that stature they don't want to be offensive or they don't want to come off as being prude or they don't want to jeopardize their uh opportunity so they kind of go along with it yeah even though it's making them uncomfortable and then you have the people that's in authority that know they kind of have authority and they don't respect that you know they don't know how they don't even think to not cross those lines in a lot of cases or they feel like well if they okay with it then it's fine yeah so that's just my thoughts like you know boundaries it's going to come up again later on in this conversation. That's all I'm going to say about that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, moving right along. Um, so, I don't know what company. Hasbro has um, decided that um, Mr. Potato Head will now be Potato Head. That's so stupid to me. <laughs> It's stupid, but then it's not stupid. I mean, it's always been a dumb toy, but it's always been interchangeable. Right. But like, why can't we just leave it as Mr. So then, and Mrs. and it comes with different toys? Like, that's so, so, and my and my thing is, so, all right, because it used to be, at one point, didn't they have a Mrs. Potato Head too? Right. So they had a Mr. and a Mrs potato head but so now, now are you going to so even and it was almost a scam because it's like well shit if i got mrs potato head and i got mr potato head mm-hmm. i can interchange right the thing so i didn't pay for two potato heads right and i all i really needed was just the extra accessories right so i think they made miss miss potato head for little girls because at one point it was only mr i think i remember miss potato head being a big thing when it came out like right so i mean i i guess it's not stupid i i, I would like to see how they're going to i mean because i mean really why are you putting a gender on it when you can stick anything you want to on it exactly and they still sell it so here's the thing that i think is stupid you don't have to change the name if you provide both accessories in the box but they're not doing that they still go have um a box with male accessories and a box with female accessories but they just calling it potato head so i don't get it well, I'm confused. I'm about to send it to you so you can see it. So are they going to sell the accessories separate or is it going to be like you basically buying a Mr. Potato Head or a Mrs. Well, Potato Head? Yes. Yes. Well, that's it's dumb. Fun. Exactly. That's what I think it's stupid. 
like just sell the potato head and put both male see that's because you want you want to know why they're not going to do it that way because they will lose money just sell a potato head and put 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 gen put uh what is it called when it's uh gen, put just, do it gender neutral mm -hmm. make the potato head and put gender neutral accessories in there I guess and you can make the gender the potato head be whatever you want to be yeah that's stupid that's just the same thing and you just took that's not I don't this I don't know why this just frustrated me or irritated me but <laughs> I was like I, <laughs> I can't stand it I hate you <laughs> he probably was counting down like five four three <laughs> This is why I'm frustrated with it because these companies try to do things that's politically correct and correct. Mm -hmm. Yes. Like you didn't do anything. Only thing you did was take off the Mr. and the Mrs. But you're still selling a female potato head and a male or yeah, a female potato head and a male potato head. You should have just made a gender neutral if you was really trying to Take away the gender. Exactly. It's just like and pay me uh Mattel or Hasbro or whoever this is. <laughs> they just it's just stupid, man. I don't know. It's so that it makes no sense. If you gonna what's the point of going through all that of repackaging everything just to keep it the same? I don't know. That's like saying you rebranded, but you turn around and you still do the same thing. Yeah, I just think we're going a little too far <laughs> with some stuff. And I'm not being insensitive. I'm just no, I agree. make the shit make sense. <laughs> and that's and that's when it starts to look like you just you're going too far because you're doing stuff and it doesn't make sense. Yeah. I had no. a whole other point and I just got mad, but <laughs> so <laughs> good. Yes, I, that energy has transferred. Yeah, you're transferring <laughs> energy. Speaking <laughs> of other, some more dumb stuff, I don't know why all of these stories are about children's stuff, but did you hear about Dr. Seuss? I saw something about it, but I didn't really get into it because my kids are grown. You don't have a grandbaby. You got a grandbaby. You got to know. She ain't reading yet. And somebody then, better be reading Sugarfoot a book every night. They sure better be reading, reading the Sugarfoot. But uh, even still, like, you know, she has millennial parents. Mm -hmm. um, and the way things are looking up, like gender, gender roles is not really going to be an issue with her because she just seems like she's just going to do her own thing. <laughs> That's my baby. <laughs> like, yeah. And then, I mean, and then I'm her grandma. Exactly. I've already bought the baby some Jordans and a couple of Nike jogging suits. I mean, what the heck? Like, exactly. You know, the whole gender role, Jenica Foreman and all that shit. Like, whatever. No, nah, like, I'm going to be the grandma, like, you know. Right. Just going to be different. Grandma, this grandma, I'm going to be the grandmother to her that my father was to me. Nice. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, he really wasn't into the gender thing. He was the one who woke me, who, I ain't going to say, who kind of 
open my eyes to things things outside of my norm so you know different different religions and just really um peeping into your my pride as a black person period you know what i'm saying so that that's like that's what i'm looking forward to as a grandmother with her like so yeah i don't give a shit about dr seuss but what happened she gonna be reading all of these like black authors with books little black babies in it um mm-hmm. you, Dr. Better, you already know it you <laughs> i already know. already know every book she get is gonna have a, a book it's gonna be with a black child in it but what happened with Dr. Seuss? Dr. Seuss Enterprises. Eggs and ham and the Grinch. That's all I care about. <laughs> they are pulling six of his books due to insensitive and racist imagery. They are pulling. Oh, well. But these books that they pulling, I don't recall them except for one. So um, one of them is called The Cat's Quizzer. Never heard of it. And to think that I saw it on Mulberry Street. Never heard of it. If I ran the zoo, I remember that one. Not um, familiar. McElegant's pool. Nope. On Beyond Zebra. Nope. And Scrambled Egg Super. Those are nope. the books that um are are being um are they're not going to publish them anymore, and they're going to cease all sales of these books as a broader commitment and a broader plan to ensure Dr. Seuss Enterprises represents and supports all communities and families. Well, good for them. I never heard of those books. As long as I ain't fucking with the cat in the hat, green eggs and ham, and the Grinch, I'm good. Fish, blue fish, <laughs> one fish, two fish. White. One fish, two fish, blue fish, green fish, or whatever it was called. Exactly. Leave Don't them alone. Us. Leave them alone. Those are the classics. That shit that they just named, I ain't... <laughs> That must I ain't never heard got of that shit. Me either. But because of this, Universal Orlando is trying to figure out what to do with their Dr. Seuss exhibit at the theme park. Don't touch it! <laughs> like, come on, y'all. Y'all ain't gotta get rid of the Dr. Seuss area because of six books. Why? Don't touch it. Because I'm pretty sure that they exhibit is focused on what I said. Green eggs and ham, mm-hmm. the cat and the hat, the classics. That shit, I'm pretty sure the people at the Universal ain't going there. People at Universal Studios is not going to the uh, Dr. Seuss exhibit to see whatever you just named. The only thing that um, connects it with the books, the gift shop is called the Mulberry Street Store. Okay, which- change it. <laughs> change the name of the store. Exactly. Change it. I'm trying to whatever. What was the the uh, Grinch's town? Zumafu, Zumaru, Zibu, wherever. Right. Where did Horton hear who? Name right. that. Like I don't know. Whoville. There we go. Whoville. Right. But anyways, gift shop. They just doing. They doing the most is also. These kids, like, I'm sure I'm going to go look up these books on the internet later because I didn't feel like researching it today just to see what they think is racist. Now, they I have... are not. <laughs> Nobody has heard of these books. And whoever decided to pull them, 
is a weirdo. Why were you digging? Yeah, that's true. Nobody's heard of these books. Um, moving on to the state of Texas. They oh, have God. their governor has decided that they don't have to wear masks anymore. He's lifting the mask mandate instead of focusing on issues related to the power outage, the high electric bills, um, Texas Electric filing for bankruptcy, everything related to the winter storm. He like, oh yeah, we go get to that. We go get to that. But hey, y'all want to go outside and without a mask? Go ahead, have fun. I saw a clip of that news. News. The clip of that. Uh, conference and I said this man is with media <laughs> he is stupid as hell bro like he like we, we're getting the vaccinations so take off your mask and it's like sir do you know the small percentage of people that's able to get these vaccinations like this ain't a this no don't be and then even you, now you're the medical professional. Yes, I am. Didn't they say even after you get the vaccination to keep the damn mask on? Yeah, yes, ma'am, they did. Okay, so then why in the fuck are you telling people not to? I don't know. The CDC currently recommends that you continue all the safety protocols that you have done prior to your vaccination after you received your vaccination, which is your six feet of social distancing as well as masking. Um. The only things that the CDC have said as it relates to changing anything with vaccination is um, not needing to quarantine um, if you've been exposed or um, have or or have like simp- wait yeah if you've been exposed or traveled those are the only times you don't really have to do anything anymore but but i was still if i so if i had the vaccination and i was exposed isn't it still a chance that i could be a carrier it is but right now um they don't have the research that says that you can transmit the, the the virus from one person to another after you've been vaccinated so oh okay because i will feel like even if I uh even if I had been exposed mm-hmm. that I would still want to quarantine just off of the strength that not everybody has been vaccinated. A, yeah, and I think that that's fair. Like it all depends but, on, on your health system and who you're working with, but you still supposed to be wearing your mask, Texas. That's what I was just about. But I was going to say, on the flip side, you should still be wearing your mask. So I don't know. He's an it's, idiot. But yeah, that that's dumb. Like, and I was just, we was just, I was having a conversation with with some of my um girls last night, and I was like, honestly, I've grown comfortable with. I don't want to breathe the same area. Mm-mm. Keep your air. I'll keep my air. Because I mean, think about how we we transmitted colds and all this other stuff before this. Like I'm kind of okay with the mask. 
I um I've always been a hey, give me some space, you too close to me kind of person. Yeah, yeah. Always. Like you know, personal space is a thing for me. So this is kind of like like reinforcing it if we was doing the right thing. Right. Like I, I just feel like in like down the line in the future, I will probably still keep a mask on deck. Yeah. Especially like if I'm on going on flights. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, I, pr- I probably would be more lax in like party situations and stuff like that. But like things like going on flights and stuff like that, or just being in public areas, I probably would still wear my mask. Yep. We used to look at the um, the Asians walking around with their mask on talking about what is wrong with them. Right. <laughs> now look at us. Now Girl, look I'm wearing my mask. I'm back Girl, everything. Look. I'm wearing I need mine. to get I'm about to buy me some more. I need to order me some more. <laughs> what color I'm wearing today? Let me see what mask go my go with my right. <laughs> right, it's an accessory at this point. Right. Like it's is uh, like is and somebody uh was saying like well what's you know it it is it is what did they say they say wearing a mask is like a security blanket for people because mm-hmm. you go in a restaurant and then you take your mask off well sir you are true we do go on, we do go in a restaurant and take a mask off but that's your choice you don't have to go to the restaurant that's one and two, typically when you're sitting at a restaurant, you're not sitting around a bunch of strangers. You're face-to-face with people that you went to came in a restaurant with. And most restaurants are not um, at full capacity right now, Texas. Um, they right. are at a, a smaller percentage, so it's not as crowded as it used to be. So, I don't know. I just feel like I really, um, my heart goes out to all of the first responders and nurses and doctors who have literally been working a whole year on COVID at this point, and you smack, it's a smack in the face to say, hey, don't wear a Just mask, take, don't do this. Take off your mask. And, and then what's also crazy is that they were saying, like, the numbers in Texas ain't went down. At all. Like, it's, it's, it ain't like, it's, nothing has changed in Texas to even say, hey, Go and start, you know, go on to take off your mask and do all these other things. Like nothing has changed in the numbers or in the data or in the science to make you say, oh, well, just stop wearing your mask. That's crazy. Uh, uh, uh. Um, so this um this past weekend were the Golden Globes. I did not watch the show. But I do. No, I, I didn't watch. I know. I do want to highlight some of the Black Golden Globe winners. So we have John Boyega, who uh, most people know him as the Black Stormtrooper from uh, Star Wars. Mm-hmm. He um, won Best Performance by an Actor in a Television Supporting Role for his role as Leroy Logan in Amazon series Small Acts. Um, hmm. Soul won Best Animated Motion Picture. I don't think I saw that. What? Small X. Me either, but I'm going to look it up um, 
now because <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna have to go back and see. Yes, small, small axe, axe. axe with an E, A X E. Oh, I think I did. It was like a um. I think I did watch some of those. Let me see. I don't think I got Prime on my phone. But I, I did watch some of those. It was like a series. Mm-hmm. Oh, good. Prime is, I'm already up. It was a series. And yeah, it's definitely a series. I don't know what it's about, though. Um. I think I know the one. I think he was like a cop or something. Okay. But I do remember it. It was, yeah, it was a series. I'm trying to think who it, because it is by Steve McQueen. Okay. So he did these short stories because it's one about this, uh, I don't know if he was Haitian or Jamaican, and they're all based in London, and they tell stories from the West Indian community. Yeah, gotcha. I'm reading a thing, but yeah, I'm gonna have to go back and watch. Which one was his? Small Axe. Oh, it didn't say which episode? No. Oh, shoot. Because I watched Mangrove. I stopped at Red, White, and Blue. Well, he in there somewhere, girl. Yeah, I'm gonna have to see. Um, oh, it's only five episodes. I can do that. I know you can't in a night. <laughs> I, you know what? I'm sorry for the judgment. Um, moving right along. Soul won best animated motion picture. Um, making its co-director Kent Powers the first black debut filmmaker to win a Golden Globe. It was also the first Pixar film with a black lead character. Shout out to Jamie Foxx, who was the voice of the character. Hmm. Uh, <laughs> what, you ain't like so? Mm-mm. Why you ain't like so? I thought it was cute. I couldn't get into it. <laughs> Girl. I, I can't, well. You so heavenly minded, you ain't no earthly good. I'm just keep going. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't. Well, one, first of all, start the first time that I watched it. I watched it a couple of times. It was cute. I'm, okay, let me take this back. It was cute, and I like the premise of it because I like mm-hmm. how it ended. Mm-hmm. However, <laughs> let me just get on my little sister soldier, oh, Angela Davis, Tony Morrison. Here we go. I know. You about to sound like my kids, but go right along. However, I'm going to need Pixel and Disney and all these other people to stop making these movies with and the main character is black and then 30 to 45 minutes within the movie we become something else. We've been a frog. (laughs) We've been this blue blob. Can we be black through the entire movie? I will say I give Pixar credit with their animation because they did well with the black features and black hair. I think they They did. did. They did well. The barbershop scene, all that. But again, 
the main character turned into something else. I know I, she, a cat. <laughs> That's yeah. what he turned into a cat, that and too. he was still in it. But the black man was the other, the white lady's voice, mm-hmm. and he was the cat's voice. <laughs> so, so funny. You just like my kids. They was like, we all they always turning us into something. I said, Oh God, can we just I, I, watch I'm the talking, movie? <laughs> I think, and I promise you the first, because I, I think I had to watch it twice. So the first time when it happened, I just tuned out, like, see here they go again. We can't even be black. <laughs> I hate you. We gotta be blue. What are we blue for? <laughs> we can't even be black in our own movies. But I, I loved it. I mean, I can say I loved it. It was cute. Congratulations to Jamie Fox. Oh, yes, because I'm moving along. Um, <laughs> Daniel Kalua um, won go- a Golden Globe for his supporting actor role as Black Panther chairman Fred Hampton in Judas and the Black Messiah. Can I say something about that, too? Yes. Yes, you're right. <laughs> people. Because I saw when they announced it, I saw some people saying, supporting role, the movie was not... <laughs> not about him. The movie was not about him. <laughs> the movie was about the person who who uh the traitor. Yeah, infiltrated the person the, um, the movie Black was about Panthers. the person who infiltrated the Black Panther party. I know mm-hmm. y'all wanted to be about Chairman Fred, may he rest in peace, powers of the people, all that. But it wasn't about him. I'm gonna need y'all to start paying more attention. Okay, <laughs> that's all I have to say. I'm t- I'm tired of the people that are like, why the black British actors got to get all the roles? Like, it's plenty of us over here. Why can't we? Let's just calm down. We all this. black. <laughs> Let the black folks. <laughs> we play all black. black. We're 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 black. It was, we're black. The person Next. who was supposed to play that role played that role, and he played that role damn good. Right. And he and he gave honor and Ahmed, He gave honor and respect to Chairman Fred Hampton in his life through that role. So did and, you. Next, Audra Day won Best Actress in a Motion Picture Drama. For the United States versus Billy Holiday. I have yet to watch it, but I am hearing it is great. Go ahead, sis. <laughs> <laughs> I felt it. I literally felt it. I mean, it I okay, let me say this. She played Billy Holiday. And she played, I feel like her role, her portrayal. Was the closest to a true Billie Holiday than than what we've seen. No shade to Diana and Lady Sings the Blues, but mm-hmm. it was a little her her portrayal of uh, Billie Holiday was a little on the it cleaner. Was it, huh? it was on a cleaner side than Andre Day's portrayal of Lady Day from what I've read because like I read I think I read a book by uh, Maya Angelou I think it was Maya Angelou's second book 
to her because she did, you know, she did like two out of box. And and her second one, she was saying how she befriended um Billy Holiday and how foul mouth, like straight shooter, kind mm-hmm. of like rough around the edge. So yeah. I feel like that portrayal of Billy Holiday was the most accurate. Okay. However, there was parts in the movie that I was like, wait, I I zoned out. Mm-hmm. And I came back like, what wait a minute. How did we get here? What's yes. it it was a little slow, but it, I, but in all fairness, anytime I can learn something about a person through a movie that I did not know, I always say, I always give it his credit. I thought Billy Holiday died of an overdose. I did too. She didn't? No. Mm. She No. And I did not know that the FBI on her dying bed, this woman was dying and they were still trying to implicate her. They had her handcuffed to the bed as Uh-oh. she was dying. So... Yeah, I'm gonna to have to check this out. Yeah, so all because of strange fruit, because they had an issue with her singing this song because they was afraid that it a song that was telling the truth. Y'all <laughs> are lynching us. And did you know that that law still has not passed today? <laughs> in 2020, no. let me tell you what. Let me tell you something. One thing or two thing I know for sure. Mm-hmm. You try to lynch me, it's, it's going down. Somebody going down with me. This is how I know certain people were supposed to be born when they was born. <laughs> because we're not the generation here that probably would have made it through the civil rights. But that's why they do the sneaky shit that they do now through the police, through trying to, you know, these police yep. shootings and stuff like that. However, getting off topic, see, we should have just drank wine. We gonna. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. I'm a <laughs> finish I forget. Oh. and then we gonna wrap this segment. <laughs> All because she wrote a song about something that was actually happening, and they were yeah. just like, "We got to shut this bitch up." Their words, not mine. Yeah. Well. I am excited to watch it. You just made me excited. Actually, I I got excited after I saw it. I don't even remember what streaming service I was on. That's how Hulu. Hulu, yeah. Okay, so I'm gonna check it out because um, I like I like those types of movies. Last mm-hmm. but not least, um, best actor in a motion picture drama for Ma Rainey's Black Bottom went to Sir Chadwick Boseman. Um, his wife accepted the award on his behalf. Um, she was literally in tears through the acceptance speech and, um, how I'm, I'm excited that he, you know, won the award, but it's very sad that he wasn't here to receive it himself. But, um, another great, um, movie, um, I really enjoyed it. It's, I like, I think we talked about this, but I'm, I really liked, um, the play style because that basically is what it was yeah um yeah it was really good 
And that's all I have to say about that. And um, we'll be right back. We are back and it is time for Girl Talk. Okay, slow one for the people. You know, you know. So we're going back to Atlanta. Yes, yes, we are. The Real Housewives of Atlanta. I have notes. Okay, I'm ready. Okay, so it started, if I remember, mm-hmm. the episode started with them at the dinner tater. Yes. Dinner tater. I don't know what's wrong with my words. I told you to drink a cocktail tonight so you could blame me. Right. I am blaming you. But they started at the dinner table in South Carolina and Kenya was probing again about who was uh, Bolo, Dolo, whatever his name was, who he was in a room with. Mm-hmm. So Tanya told on herself, we'll start there. Yes. I said, girl. I was so angry with her. I was I just so want to know. I just wanted to be known. I spent the night with this girl right here. I like what what was the only was person who I would have been like, you got to be. Cause well, she know her friend Ditsy. She know that. But like the only person whose room was right there about where Bolo was supposed to be at, that's who you say you spent the night with. Right. <laughs> She could have not said nothing and just been like, this is crazy. Exactly. She could have just been like, I don't know what happened. I went to bed. I would have been like, this is crazy. This is some foolishness. It's ridiculous. And what happened to Girl Code? That would have been me. What happened to Girl Code? We're going to come back to the Girl Code because I got something to say about that. But But instead, she says, just for the record... I slept in the same room with the person. I was with her. I was with the single person. Right. Okay. Now, let's fast forward to they all get home. Okay. And Cynthia telling Mike what mm-hmm. happened. Mm-hmm. And Drew telling her husband mm-hmm. what she did. I, I put on my notes, I can't believe that they did that. I get it because they're going to find out anyway because it's on the show. But yeah. to be so, but I guess if you have a trusting relationship and your husband not jealous like that, mm-hmm. could be because Mike was funny. He was like, so he had <laughs> that was the part <laughs> that I said, okay. He, he He's like, but Drew husband was not for the shenanigans. He he was just not he was like, like I ain't a fan of his uh, her husband. He hasn't. I'm I'm not sold on him yet. So she, he was sitting there like this the whole time. Like you did what? You bent it over. Right when she got to that part, he was like, "Say what now?" She was like, "Cause I was gonna come out and I was gonna make you clap for you." And he was like, "Oh okay." I ain't for that. Yeah, he was not feeling. He wasn't it. buying it. Now. Toya irritated me. She irritated because, me at the dinner table. Right. When they was at the dinner table, she was trying to check Kenya. Like, if we all had a good time, if we was all having fun, Who? what does it matter who did what? Why do you care so much? But Why she was trying to in too because she was coming at Drew trying to say that Drew was wilding and doing all in the mix too. Okay, so why you 
trying to figure out what Drew doing. Right. But at the same time, telling Kenya, oh, Kenya, you shouldn't be probing. That's because she got, she got something with Drew. I don't understand what that's about. Mm-mm. Why she's trying to, like, that's so lame. Like, we should get, we should be past that whole getting on reality TV shows and, oh, let me find somebody to have a beef with. Like, with. that's lame. Yeah. So that, but then when she turned around when they got home, I wanted to bring you something to your photo shoot. Here's a cake. Hey, friend. I said now. But that's the one time I said Kenya treated her like, I don't want to say treated her right, but she was like, uh-uh, you was not, you was not like this when we were in South Carolina. And she tried to check her a, a little bit. Now, I this is where I was like, look, this is when I really started sad at Kenya. Because I was like, how can you tell Toya that you got a crush on her, but you judging Toya and Portia and and everybody else for what they do? She was mad that she ain't getting no. She mad she ain't get her her carpet munched. She ain't get. She missed out. She missed out. So she mad. She like, wait a minute. This was going out till six o'clock in the morning and nobody came in my room? How nobody. I am No, not right. nobody. This was going on at six o'clock in the morning and nope. Toya that kind of my room of all the people. Of to, all the people. Of all the people that you wanted to make out with, you chose Toya. You chose, no, you chose Portia and not me. Mm-hmm. She was just like, I, I, think, yeah. I think a little bit of jealousy went in there uh let me see you did that mm, that mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. okay drew and portia i love their scene together that was that is us if we lived five minutes away from each other girl but see, i'm not by the house on the way home from the i'm not but i ain't lying like we're not gonna like i'm gonna be we adults she like, said, yeah. I was like, like that, that would make me, that would turn me off mm-hmm. from being friends with you. Cause what you're not going to do it's is have me, me out here on your bush. Nah, say I'm with you girl. No, no, mm-hmm. I don't do that. <laughs> I don't like that. I don't like being put in those positions. Yeah. That's not my, I don't get down like that. I ain't with the sneaky shit. So I was just like, like I was good until she was like, yeah, babe, I'm coming from the grocery store and I'd be on my way. And I'm like, why you ain't just say I stopped? Why you just didn't say I stopped at Porsche house? I think he's controlling. And I think, I don't think he really want her to be in this group of women, honestly. Well, no, because I was trying to avoid as many uh, like sad bar shows and conversations about the show as possible because I wanted to come in mm-hmm. with my own opinion mm-hmm. but I did watch speak on it okay and K- Candy did two parts so yeah. she did a speak on it her regular speak on it then she had to speak on it with the fellas yeah and it was him and mm-hmm. Todd and yeah, her well I didn't watch manager. it but I saw that she did that yeah so there he seemed 
No, I take that back. He still was annoying on that because I hate this whole I'm an alpha. Like anybody, alpha male, alpha female. If you have to announce that you are alpha anything, nobody cares. You're probably not. I'm an alpha male, so I'm gonna tell my woman what she's supposed to do. I, you know, I'm gonna take care and I'm gonna do what I gotta do and do 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 do. And here go my balls. Woo woo woo. Like. Like, ain't nobody say something else about this. I, we didn't mention this at all the last time since we talking about his peanut head ass. I don't like how he did her about the house. Heffa didn't even know that they was moving while she was going to be on the trip. And then he like, I got this. I'm going to do it. Like, And then complain. It was raining all day. It was a terrible move. Well, nigga, didn't I, I, I get... tell you to move when I was gone? But see, that is what happens when you have sons and you get to telling them you're the man of the house. <laughs> you 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 got to take care because. <laughs> Go ahead, girl. Amen. What an offering basket is. I ain't got no offering basket around here. I was going to take up a collection. You want me to zeal or cash at you? <laughs> but yeah, so, so they so, was going to speak on it. So they was going to speak on it, and he made it seem like he was cool. Hmm. He was cool with the whole... Uh, he was cool with the bachelorette party. Actually, Ty was like, we owe Mike a do-over and he pitched it like bravo let us do a, a little three-day special or something like that he, like, they did all he married now he can't act the fool now <laughs> but he was like so he was saying that with mike's uh with mike's bachelor party it seemed more like just like they were just out i think they went to a strip club he was like because of who he is I think he felt like because of who they are and it was so many other people there. They couldn't really do that it. They couldn't really cut up. Like they wasn't in a private event. They uh, was like at a public place. And he was like, we couldn't really cut up. He was like, I basically just, he was like, I threw a couple of dollars and I bounced. And Drew husband said the same thing. He was like, yeah. I, you know, threw a couple of dollars. I gave Mike some money so he can enjoy himself. Mm -hmm. And I kind of bounced. So I don't think that uh, Drew's husband is as uptight as he come okay. off. On that episode, he seemed okay, but he was still annoying. <laughs> Let me say this. He still got on my nerves. Still got on my nerve. Like he one of those people that is like, he'll be cool. You know how you just know people that they cool, but then when they start talking too much, you like, all right, wrap it up. Come on, here you go. Here you go. <laughs> yeah. That's what, that's the energy he gives. So yeah, but yeah, he's still it on my nerve. And I put that in my notes, like, I don't like him. But that sneaking thing that Drew doing, I also just think that that's just a part of her demeanor. Oh, you just think she's sneaky. Hmm. She's a Taurus. You done looked up this girl's Zodiac. He said it. She said it. She a Taurus. I think it's her, Candy. Get it, yeah. Candy's a Taurus. And Portia Fran. Shamia. 
Shamia. Okay. I think they all are Tauruses. And I just feel my way about Tauruses. <laughs> but they are sneaky. Okay. They can be sneaky. Well, I do think it was very odd that she could not tell her husband that she stopped at a friend's house the on the way. Oh, exactly on the way from the grocery store unless she did it like that to make it unless they did it like that to make it kind of like funny for the story but it didn't come off funny it came off weird to me because i'm like if because my thought process was you knew you was coming over her house right. and you knew that when you got there that y'all would be taping so it wasn't gonna be no up like this ain't no i'm about to run to the grocery store and come back situation because Y'all taping. This is a production. Right. You know what time you know what goes on in productions. Yeah. She had a call sheet that morning. She knew what time she was supposed to be at Porsche House, how long they were supposed to talk, what the topic was, everything. So the whole narrative of, oh, I'm just sneaking to the grocery store, like, girl, you could have just been like, I got to go record and we're going to do it at Porsche House. So we can kiki and talk about that's all but but again i think that they would be fun friends we've already made that clear mm-hmm. and then let's go through these notes now last but certainly not least words last but certainly not least kenya and her husband Ooh, that was a good, good, good scene at that lawyer's office, honey. Yeah, <laughs> I said this man. She was like, he was just sending me love, love playlists, and he was telling me he loved me. When that, when that attorney started laughing when she was, was telling him all this, oh, I knew he couldn't was, believe it. I knew a twist was coming. I knew it because that man was like, wait. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, wait a minute. He's like, hold on, hold on. Sorry. Not trying to laugh. Not trying to laugh. <laughs> then I'm like, I was like, okay, what, what's about to happen? Because something about to happen. Yeah, here. But the part that got me, and maybe this is something that most people don't know. Mm-hmm. But she was like, maintenance? Is that alimony? <laughs> Yes, ma'am. Yes. That's what it is. Yes. Like, but she made a good point. She was like, he worried about getting alimony, but he ain't said nothing about his child. He ain't thinking about that little baby. He don't care. You know, he ain't, look, he's our, first of all, he's shown you that from day one. The fact that you always have her, Mm -hmm. that ain't a coincidence of, oh, I just don't trust him with her. Mm-hmm. He hasn't even put you in a position to be like, mm-hmm. yes, no. I'm pretty sure if she called him and said, uh, you know, so do you want to get the baby this week? He probably, he'd probably be like, Kenya, Kenya, you know, I have the restaurants and I got to take care of everything in New York. And, you know, I have my other family and they don't even know about y'all. So no, Kenya, cannot, no, Kenya. That's, that's how he talk. <laughs> Hey, hey. Cause like, what do you call her? K, K, no, K, no, no, I can't. I'm too busy. I have all my restaurants. No, I can't do that. No. So, 
He's annoying though. It was funny. She was like, I'm I'm not gonna file. We just go, we all go through the custody agreement. And then the lawyer was like, Yeah, so he filed in New York. <laughs> she was like, my heart. <laughs> Girl, look, this was her going through that paper like <laughs> maintenance. <laughs> yes, ma'am. But she was like gone for thrown for a loop. She had not, she didn't think that was coming. Like she's it's so ironic. Me. It's so ironic to me that Kenya is a bully. She is a bully, but mm-hmm. but at the same time, she's a pushover. Only with the only with men. Only in her, I'll say in her personal life and things that she should be able to control Mm -hmm. she is a pushover she gets into relationships and and situations and she just let these men you know her relationships just run all over her Mm -hmm. and i've always said like people that really i don't want to say aggressive i don't want to use the word aggressive but people that try to be like in charge and overbearing and they want to be the boss and run people are typically the people that have no control of what's going on in their home life zip zero i'm with you there and that's a perfect example of that i had a co-worker like that like ma'am you're not going to come here and run everybody else life because your shit at the crib Mm-hmm. it's crazy like no like you gonna have to look you're gonna have to figure it out like because what you're not gonna do like like sister Tabitha brown say if you can't have a good day don't you dare go ruin anybody else's come on I, when i saw that i said it makes it all makes perfectly good sense now even back when last season yeah when K K stop it. Okay. She's like a little puppy dog. Sit. Okay. <laughs> sit. Sit, boo boo, sit. Okay. <laughs> but um, since we on Kenya, I did see one interview that she did after the show. And they asked her about what you said. Is what she was doing breaking girl code? I don't know. And what she said was girl code is something that you have with your girlfriends, with your with your close friends. And because her and Portia are not friends, so as she says, she didn't feel as though she was breaking girl code. No, that ain't how that works. <laughs> this is yeah. girls weekend. What what did what did Candy Listen. say? <laughs> Listen. If we on a girl's trip, if it's girls weekend, if we're doing a girls event, mm-hmm. period, I don't give a damn who I'm with. Cold is cold. She was with y'all the whole weekend? Yeah, we was in Vegas. <laughs> Together. So on, if, if outside sources get to talking about what happened, that means you... Cold is cold. <laughs> Them niggas got it. We got it too. 
I ain't snitching on my homegirls. But what what makes it what makes it so bad was that it wasn't a situation of a kiki. It was you were trying to out somebody. Yeah. For what though? Like and for honestly, what? Portia was the only real single person there. Yeah. Everybody else is either married, engaged, um, in a situation, long-term relationship. <laughs> she was the only one that was single. So where failing go? <laughs> to her husband. No, her best, I saw her best I think, friend. I think I'll speak on on speak on it. Jesus Christ, I'll speak on it. Mm-hmm. Um, Candy said that they left. Okay, like that day. Got it. So that's why she wasn't there. She was only there for a day, child. But we know that she wouldn't have been there. There's no way her husband was going. Like, oh yes, honey, go to the girls' dungeon night. No way. <laughs> no way. There ain't no way. But I don't. I don't see how she's gonna fit if her and her. Cause like I'm mad, be in love, all that. Mm-hmm. But ma'am, you signed on to be a sh- to to do a show. Yeah. Well, on the um end of the show, they gave us a little fast forward sneak peek into the rest of the season. Lots of things seem to um take place the rest of the season. We see Marlo and um Kenya getting buddy buddy. I don't know how I feel about that yet. I don't know. I mean, them two together could be disastrous. And they the same, what they say they have? Aquarius? I don't know. I don't know how I feel about them being friends. I'm glad that they're not doing the petty stuff, but I don't know if I want them to be allies. Buddy, buddy. So we got that. We go get to see Cynthia's wedding. Um, The blog. We already saw that. That's going to be redundant. (laughs) <laughs> the vlog is going to come out um, about the trip and so we get to see how everybody handles that you know they say Tanya disappeared after that furthermore implicating herself she also like so I started following Tanya whenever she joined the show because I thought she was a bubbly little cute personality and it went to, I was um, never interested in following Tanya I like Tanya I ain't saying I don't like them, but I just, that wasn't. I'm nosy, girl. I just want to see what they put. I'm eating fruit, child. The fruit from my cocktail. They probably like, what is she? <laughs> you up here like, girl. No, what I do on the job. <laughs> see, we about to say girl talk. To the left. But um, so I follow her and I have noticed lately she's not in a she's not hanging with the crew as much as she was. So that could be a lot of reasons though. It could have that could have just rubbed her the wrong way. Because mm-hmm. that's kind of how I move. Like mm-hmm. if I start seeing stuff in a group, like yeah. I'll slowly start mm-hmm. retracting, especially if they not like tighten it like if it was us I could be like hey ma'am but then at the okay retract 
first of all, my true, my true blues, my pound for pounds, my dog, dog chicken wing, <laughs> like would never, ever, ever, chow. Ever. <laughs> we like, would have been in the corner like girl. Yeah, first of all, we would first of all, they would production would have been knocking on our doors like, hey, ladies, you need yeah. to come down and, and start. Oh shoot. Oh. <laughs> I would have taken fee you going down this morning. Right. You going <laughs> down, girl. Mm-mm, I need I let's need. see what production say. <laughs> We would have been in that room. King started acting the fool. I'd be like, man, nah, we better shut the fuck. Man, it would have been bad. Know, we would have him. Listen, we would have him Kenya up so quick and shut that shit down so fast. Like, listen, you need to. Sh- they too nice, cause too nice. I but first been- of all, no, we wouldn't have even been there with Kenya. Mm-mm. That's probably true. So it would have been a whole different scenario. It would have been, ours would have been, man, yesterday was crazy. Last night was crazy. Then the crazy. We would have been laughing at the last person to get up. Yep. Like, oh, gotcha, good morning. huh? <laughs> good morning. It would have been two o'clock in the afternoon. Good morning. Good morning. <laughs> good our petty ass. Oh, you up. Oh, you up. <laughs> Sleep yeah. well. <laughs> Welcome. Would you like brunch? Would you, you know, we had breakfast. We've had breakfast. We're working on lunch. So, like, I think our even if you brought like we can have our friends yeah. together, and even mm-hmm. if you brought people from your crew and I brought a select group from my crew, even if we meshed, it still wouldn't have been that because mm-hmm. if and if anybody would have came on that. Kenya type mass set, they would have stuck out and we would have been like, nah, she good. Exactly. So I just think it would have been a whole different dynamic. Like, ain't nobody, and then they older, like, but her with that whole girl code, because Portia not my friend is bullcrap. It is, because I've hung out with a group of people in the past that I was definitely closer with one or two people than like everybody. So we, I'm gonna give you a real life scenario without telling too much, right? So we had a, (laughs) (laughs) so we had a girl's girl's evening. Like it was like a Friday night. We was kikiing, drinking wine, having fun, right? And um, someone ordered um, some masseuse, a masseuse, masseuses, I don't know, massage therapists, whatever you want to call them, to come okay. over. It was gentlemen. And so, mm-hmm. you know, everybody could get a massage. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Go, get out. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm listening with my good ear. <laughs> so, some of them, after they came out, you know, they, da, 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 girl, yeah, 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 da, 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 yeah, girl, da, 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 da. telling everything, right? And, you know, some of us, we went in, got our little massage, came on out, was like, oh, that was nice. It was, thank you for doing that. I had a great time. 
Know who you can share shit with and who you can't share shit with. Listen. But then shorties was the ones that I'm not wasn't tight with was upset. Everybody telling their little stories. Why y'all ain't telling y'all story? And then my thing with that is like I'm I, like I said, I'm not mad with coming out and sharing, like girl. Mm-hmm. But I need to make sure that it does not go outside of that night. Right. But if I'm not that cool with you, right. I'm going to be tight-lipped. And if Portia really wanted everybody to know what happened, she would have spoke on it. Or And then, and it's probably not even think what she had in it or anything like that. It's just like, she like, shit, it, it was what it was. Exactly. It wouldn't even been a thing. It wouldn't even been a thing where it's got to get to the blogs and all this other stuff if Kenya wasn't making it. Mm-hmm. what it was because i'm sure once she started honestly some they went back talking a little bit too much for me because i don't trust don juan that much i know he a good businessman but i feel like he got a mouth on him so candy talking to him and then you know kenya go run tell that anyway so i don't know i don't know this seemed kind of yeah messy. it it could have just been a good night and they could have kept it tight lipped. And it could have been a situation where they could have just kikied at the pool, sat back, laid back. Girl, last night was fun. And even made, like, I'm the type of person where I would have been making fun. Like, girl, did you see you really trying to twerk? <laughs> whatever, like, whatever happened in the whole, that part, none of that you, ain't none my you. business none of your business so because it was done like whatever what you start doing in your room when you start going to your room and closing, closing doors, doors obviously <laughs> it's not for everybody to know or that ain't see. my business so <laughs> you in my business don't do that right so yeah i would have let if, if it got to that point mm-hmm I would have been like, yeah. Oh, Ooh, child, you is crazy. Anything in the open, we can talk about. And, but they also should have made an agreement. Like, even though they thought that they turned the cameras off, but they should have been in agreement. Like, look, we can openly discuss things mm-hmm. that don't happen in the main room. Right. Because production, like, be smart. You on the show. Production is gonna want us to have some type of conversation about that. So mm-hmm. we can openly talk about that. But if anything go down outside of that, nothing. Tight. But, but they didn't know. do that. I thought Candy was tried to do her best and say what happens in the dungeon stays in the dungeon. But clearly, some folks have just never been in those type of environments and don't know how to hold water and they nosy as hell. So Child. here we are. So I'll be interested to see what happens on um, the rest of the season. And I think that's the biggest drama of the season. I don't feel like a, a lot else is going to pop off. We we shall see. We will see. Oh, <laughs> I was trying to see if I was going to do something else or close. But what I'm going to do right here is say 
for all y'all that are watching us on YouTube, go ahead and hit the little notifications so you can get notified of our new videos. You don't want to miss anything. And if you are just watching YouTube and you happen to fall into the Two Chicks Talking Shit podcast, go ahead and follow us wherever you get your podcast. Send us an email, the number two chicks, T-A-L-K-I-N-S-H-Y-T at gmail.com. I feel like I should have had a tape of what I named on it and been like. If you have <laughs> questions, I can't get used to this. <laughs> you'd like for us to talk about. Until uh, next segment, we'll be right back. <sighs> we are back and it is time for Stella Rosa and Hennessy. What the hell? I mean, drinking is a form of self care, ain't it? Uh, responsibly, <laughs> which I don't feel like I did tonight. Oh, not at all. Anyway, <laughs> oh, child. So, as I stated earlier, uh, when we were speaking about boundaries, yes. I said it was going to come up again, and it is. So, if you did not know, setting Mm -hmm. boundaries is also a form of self-care. Okay. Because it helps to, you know, it's it's almost a way to self-preserve your emotional, sometimes your physical um, well-being. And so, I think that sometimes we forget to treat it with the importance that it should have. And so Mm -hmm. I was looking up some articles and this is by psychcentral.com and it is 10, oh, they got a typo. It's it's supposed to be 10 ways. They got 10 ways to build and preserve better boundaries. Right. And so I don't think that they list Oh, oh, they did. Okay. So they have our team. We're going to run through them real quickly and get out of here. First, I was going to ask you, like, do you, is there a boundary that you have set? It can be a relationship boundary. It can be a boundary that you set as a mother. It could be a boundary that you set as a sister and daughter. Is there a boundary that you have? And are you like, and what is it? If you don't mm. mind sharing. Yeah, I had to think about it for a second. Oh. Mm. I think me and my mother probably have the most boundaries. Uh-huh. Same. Um, just because I was raised by my great grandmother okay. and the relationship just wasn't there. Okay. And um so I don't like when she start asking questions about certain things, I just won't I won't share it or won't tell her anything. I change the subject. So I um I definitely have more boundaries around with her than I, I'll say with most people. Mm-hmm. I feel the same. Uh I think I do have a, more boundaries with my mother. And I think it's also just that mother-daughter dynamic because um in my case. My mom just doesn't respect boundaries. And so one of the ones that I had to set with her was our work schedules are different. My mom gets home. Typically, my mom is home at eight in the evening. 
And by the time she gets home from work, that is the time that I am winding down for the evening. Yeah. And so a boundary that I had to set with her because she would call 9 o'clock. I have to be up at well now. I have to be I'm up at six thirty. Before I was getting up at five thirty. And I'm like, ma'am, you are calling me at the time where I am closed, I'm winding down for the night. And you don't mm-hmm. want nothing. So please do not call me. Right. At these, you know what I'm saying, at this time. But um, this article, it was just, you know, sharing 10 ways to build and preserve better boundaries. So the first thing it said was name your limits. And I think I spoke about that earlier. Um, just they said you can't set good boundaries if you aren't sure where you stand. And so ways that you can identify your boundaries is, uh, you know, understanding your limits, things that kind of irritate you, things that kind of make you uncomfortable, triggers when you have, when certain things kind of do that, that's when you know, okay, this is where I need to set a boundary around those things. It's also saying to tune into your feelings, which I feel like goes into the first one. And it says to, you know, look for red flags and cues uh, that you're letting go of boundaries. Um, Next, it says to be direct. So that's just really being upfront, like I said, with my with my mom making that boundary of look, you can't call me at, you know, don't call me at this certain time because this is the time that I'm getting ready to wind down or um relaxing for the evening. And honestly, I just don't really feel like having small talk or, you know just a, a non-purposeful conversation. Right. You know what I'm saying? Next, it says, give yourself permission. And I think that's just giving yourself permission to set those boundaries without guilt or feeling bad. Because like I was saying before, when we were talking about the whole, so the sexual harassment, sometimes we feel kind of awkward or, you know, we don't want to hurt the other person's feelings when it comes to setting those boundaries so you know speaking up saying no and things like that next Mm -hmm. it says practice self-awareness and it's saying boundaries are all about honing in on your feelings and honoring them so you know just realizing what you have control over what you don't have control over and things like that. Consider your past and your present. Um, it says how we were raised along with your role and your family can become additional obstacle in setting and preserving boundaries. So like you were saying, how you and your you know, you was raised by your grandma. So those are things that kind of set boundaries between you and your mom. So mm-hmm. you know, those are things to consider as well. Make self-care a priority. That's a, I don't think we have to get into that because that's the whole point of this conversation. Like, right. you know, self-care and self-preservation and making sure you take care of yourself is not nothing that you should be, that you should feel bad about. And in doing that, it means setting boundaries. And also 
set boundaries when it comes to your self-care. Like if it's a certain time that or a certain day that you do certain things that's um that evolve that's about your self-care, you let people know, hey, mm-hmm. on this day or this time, this is my bath time, this is my facial time, this is my do nothing time. Like set those boundaries so that people won't interrupt or disrupt your self-care rituals. Um, Next, seek support. So if you are having a hard time with boundaries, seek some support, whether that's a group, church, counseling, coaching, or good friends to kind of help you to prioritize and practice setting boundaries. Um, Next is be assertive. and that's something that I need to probably work on more. But, you know, just really vocalizing and sharing how you feel and letting people know when they have maybe overstepped the boundary or being assertive with with setting boundaries and making sure that you reinforce those boundaries. And number 10 is small, start small. So that would be, in my case, with just saying like, hey, this is the time that I wind down for the night. I would appreciate it if you wouldn't call me within these hours because this is the time that I like to relax, right. um, getting in the zone. So it could be, you know, starting small, like, you know, I don't do, you know. And, and I also was reading something where it was like, when you're setting boundaries, you don't want it to necessarily be all about the do's and don'ts, like, don't do this, don't, you know what I'm saying, you know, don't, like, you don't want it to be focused on what a person can't do. Mm-hmm. You can also set boundaries and let people know what, you can set a boundary and let people know what you're open to as well. Okay. That's all I have for tonight. Look at you. You know. Just trying to help y'all. Help me, help y'all, help me. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, if you have other self-care tips, you guys know how to reach us. We're on Facebook, we're on Instagram, we're on Twitter. You can send us an email, the number two chicks, T-A-L-K-I-N-S-H-Y-T at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you. And if you have the Anchor app, and that's where you get your podcast. Feel free to send us a voice message or question, and yeah. we can incorporate that into the podcast. No, we're uh, not we're not uh, professionals, but I think we can give some sound advice. And we got, you know, if you got some self care questions or something, I think you know we've been doing this. Well, I can say we're gonna give you some sound advice, but we're gonna at least give you life experience. Exactly. So. Hit us up. We'd love to try and help you out with your situations. But until next time, sis, what do they need to do? Drink your water, mind your business, and set boundaries. All right. Mm -hmm. Good night, everybody.